Welcome to the Power of Prayer podcast. This program is a ministry of All Saints Church in Lakeland, Florida. Each conversation is unique because of the topics and participants who join the Reverend Kathy Hewlin in the discussion. It's our hope that by listening to these testimonies and discussions, your openness to hearing from God in prayer will grow and change the way you love Him, yourself, and others. Well, today on our Power of Prayer podcast, I am joined by Susan Waldron and Vicki Chastang, and we will be talking about the virtues and ways of trusting God for what we truly need. And um, we are recording this on the day before Thanksgiving. I do not know when you will hear it, but that is on my mind in particular as we are uh, having this conversation today. Um, but also there are several scriptures, uh, scriptures that are for Thanksgiving that are prescribed in the Book of Common Prayer. So one of those I want to share from Matthew chapter 6. But also I've been reading from a, a magazine journal that this has a collection of different articles on prayer. This particular article was titled, Prayer Does Not Begin With Us. For years I'd prayed as if my relationship with God depended on it. Now I view it prayer differently, and the author, Kristen Deed Johnson, was writing about how prayer really begins with this relationship that God initiates. And so let me just share this one statement that I teased out from the article. We do not enter our times of prayer as the initiators, with all the weight on our shoulders, but as responders to a God who has graciously given us all that we need to be in relationship with Him. And so that line, all that we need is from God. And it's by His grace that we have received that. So I feel like that should be kind of the foundation of our, our conversation on this topic. Um, but I also, in turning to Scripture, I already mentioned uh, Matthew chapter 6, I wanted to uh, offer the Lord's Prayer, this the, the one line from the Lord's Prayer that we know so familiarly, uh, give us this day our daily bread that we're thinking about that. And then when Jesus continues to teach on the Sermon on the Mount, and he says, do not be anxious. And then he describes all the, some of the ways that one might be anxious in the situation he was talking about. And we could add to, and probably there's many things that we could put on our list of what uh, promotes anxiety for us. But ultimately, as he's teaching about that, he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So we, we have now swimming in the waters of thinking about you know, God ultimately is the one who starts this relationship, invites us in. God can provide for us. And we get anxious when we pull away and we have other desires. But how can we stay close to Him and trusting in Him? So that, that's the fodder for our conversation today. Mm -hmm. um, so out of the three different ways I thought we'd talk about it, I thought we'd just acknowledge well, what are the virtues when we do trust God for what we need? You know, what does that feel like? What, have we experienced that? Or we have testimonies that we might give to that. Um, so we'll start there. And then how do we actually do that? The ways that we do that. That's where I would like to go in the second part of the conversation. So first, just talk about our virtues and what we experience and what that feels like. And how do we see that when we trust God? Well, a list of virtues that, that come to mind as I've thought about this are, of course, you know, a long list, but faith, hope, love, wisdom, temperance, joy, courage, faithfulness, peace, justice, integrity, mm -hmm. perseverance, mm -hmm. which I think is very important in prayer. But all of these um, virtues are things that we learn 
through our relationship with God, when we enter into that relationship with Him, He teaches us these. And oftentimes it's through the circumstances that He brings into our lives and, uh, and also in our relationship with others. Mm-hmm. So these are ways that I feel that we can learn these things mm-hmm. and these virtues come to, our, come to us. Mm-hmm. So I love your list of virtues because it really resonates with fruits of the Spirit. Right. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so just choose two of them to say again for us to think about, Susan. Any two. Okay. Well, uh, faith and perseverance are mm-hmm. going to be the two I, I'm going to go to. Mm-hmm. Faith and perseverance. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking um, faith for me also connects with hope. So maybe I've added a third. Mm-hmm. Um, but knowing that there is something greater than us, right? That it, it's just not within our own devices, to be able to satisfy these needs. So they're in a higher power, that God exists, that there is a transcendent God. And uh, so that's significant. Um, and I love your word perseverance. And oftentimes we see that played out, not only in our relationship with God, but then how others do with that. And mm. that bears witness to what we can see. And, and then when we see others do it, we realize, okay, I can muster up, I can do better. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can persevere in the midst of this challenge. Well, I select those two specifically because um, I feel they're very um, important in our prayer walk with God in that, um, you know, we just have to have the faith of a mustard seed. Mm. Um, And so, and sometimes when people's prayers are not answered, they might feel like they don't have enough faith. I don't think it takes a lot of faith. I don't know what enough faith really means. <laughs> but what I do know is that when, when you do have that simple but profound faith, and God may not answer the prayer that you have thrown up to Him, you've given to Him, and He may answer you in another way, and you have to have that faith to say, okay, Lord, this is not what I prayed for, but this is what you have for me, mm-hmm. and I will accept it, and I will go with it, I will learn from it. Mm. And, you know, so that's why faith plays into it very strongly for me. And then again, perseverance in that we just, we are told repeatedly through Scripture that we are to per- persevere in our prayer. Mm-hmm. And um, keep so— Keep knocking, right? Keep knocking. And speaking of that, I, I listened to a um, podcast or it was a sermon actually on, on YouTube that uh, Deacon Rick Hoover had shared this mm. week and a Catholic priest, and he was on fire. <laughs> but that was, he talked about the ask, seek, and knock. And um, he said that when you look at the, the actual the translation, it falls a little short in Matthew 7. It's Matthew 7, 7 through 8, that um, it really says to keep on asking, mm-hmm. keep on seeking, keep on knocking. Mm-hmm. It's not just a one-time you know, put your money in the Coke machine and get your treat out or whatever in the machine and get your treat out. It's, a, it's something that we are to persevere and we are to keep on doing these things. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, what, that's what we're being instructed to do. Mm-hmm. So. And I'd imagine all of us would have some kind of testimony to that very point. Like, where is somewhere that we have continued to pray for and then saw fruit? Maybe years later, maybe over 20 years later, but mm-hmm. there's been some fruit that has played out. Anyone have a testimony you'd want to share along those lines? Well, um, I keep a I keep a prayer list or mm. a prayer journal, 
And I, I, I may have shared this before on another podcast or something, but um, years ago, many years ago, um, I, I, it's like a list of uh, things that I just pray for every day. And then when I see an answer to that prayer, I would put the date beside it. Mm-hmm. And um, we had moved and uh, somehow my journal got packed up into a box that wasn't unpacked right away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wasn't unpacked at all till we got ready to move again. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we have those boxes, right? Uh, so anyway, I was uh, uh, we were I was opening this box and I ran across and uh, there were probably thirty items on my list. And when I went back and looked at it, I could identify not the dates or anything, but I could Id- identify that all but one of them had been answered. Mm, beautiful. And um, so for me, it was just an example of God's faithfulness. Amen. And I always um, remind myself and, and other people, if they are struggling with something they've been praying for, that um, the Lord tells us just to, to pray and ask whatever you ask and pray. Uh, you will receive. And uh, it might, as you said, Susan, it might not look the way that we have um, crafted our prayer to God particularly, but we just, uh, I remind myself, okay, I prayed and I asked, Mm -hmm. and God is going to answer this prayer one way or another. So it's just my job to, I begin to, once I pray, then I, I don't, continue the ask, I start with the thank you. Mm. And I begin thanking him in advance for hearing my prayer Mm. and for answering my prayer. And it's just something that I learned to do many years ago. And it's just the way that the way that I go. Mm. Um, And um, just praising him for being a faithful and true and loving father. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, Meeting our every need, as he says he will, mm-hmm. and you know any litany of things that may come to mind through the Holy Spirit to thank him for, mm-hmm. and that's just sort of the way that i that I do it um, so Vicky, I love what you just shared because that's a combination of the virtue and the way to do this, so the virtue being just the freedom like once you've off, done the ask that then it, the weight is off your shoulders because you've given it. To God, yes, right, yes. Um, so that's the virtue, but then the the way of then turning that into a thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord, that you are answering that prayer. You heard that prayer, and then the faith and the perseverance to continue in that. Yes, to keep it's saying, a combination. Of thank all you of for that. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's a wonderful thing for our Thanksgiving week <laughs> to have that thought. <laughs> and an image came to mind as you were sharing that. Um, not I've not regularly practiced this, but at a college that I attended, uh, the Chinese uh, lantern idea, um, you know, mm. just all these different uh, ways to then release. So they're Chinese lanterns that were hung around the, the square. And then it was a balloon that had s- somehow been illuminated that they could release up into the air. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if anybody's seen something like that. I have, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so... Something along those lines that here is something tangible you're holding and then you are releasing it and giving. Now, balloons lifted into the air aside, I know some people have a problem with the environment about that, so I apologize. 
but the, but the the idea of just giving something it's the thought yeah. yes the freedom <laughs> the, the, to give the that concept of, yes. and, and the the exactly. action the motion of going through that and mm-hmm. seeing it being lifted mm-hmm. it it's, it mm-hmm. can be very um, effectual yes mm-hmm. yes if you can visualize you know yes. something like that yeah. So maybe incense, for sure, we could more readily connect with yes, in the yes, service. We don't yes, do it often think, here mm-hmm. enough for us to see it. But um, it is beautiful, the times that we do that. Mm-hmm. And it to is. know that those prayers being lifted and seeing that through the incense and the mm-hmm. smell. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thinking about other testimonies, like just in our conversation, someone came to mind that I know they were praying for a son and after 20 some years, you know, a prayer that they had been offering for a measure of reconciliation uh, had been answered. And so the joy that they had, but also the perseverance they had to experience to just keep praying and, and trying to maintain that relationship, that we know that that is a life experience for several people, that some kind of severed relationship that they want to see restored. So how do we continue, like, are there particular prayers that we want to say and, and, or scriptures that come to mind other than what we've mentioned that we might encourage someone if they're on this journey of long perseverance? Because our society is so fast-paced and we want it instantly. We want it to fix by the next holiday. And that just doesn't happen <laughs> for lots of people. So what, what comes to mind for us that we might share as a way to trust God in the midst of that journey? Well, I would say cultivating our own relationship with God. Mm. And um, as we've released that particular prayer to Him, uh, count our blessings and Mm. gratitude for the other things. Um, One thing that has just been resonating with me uh, this week very strongly um, is the old hymn, Count Your Blessings. Mm. And... um, I, I can remember we had a piano at my house, and my mother used to play the piano, and we would all sing, and it was just so much fun. A friend and I were reminiscing about it, and um, I can actually hear my mother's voice singing Count Your Blessings. Nice. And um, it's Count Your Blessings, um, name them one by one, mm-hmm. Count Your Many Blessings, see, see what, what God, God has done. done. Mm-hmm. So some of you may remember that. Um, and, you know, I, I think sometimes when we're going through a lot of things, if we can just take a step back and be quiet and uh, make a paradigm shift mm. to from looking at our circumstances, uh, whatever is happening that we're believing God for, and begin to look at all the times that He has answered our prayers and blessed us. And it is a real faith builder, mm-hmm. you know, we, if we can move into a place of gratitude and appreciation. And so going back to your uh, suggestion about a journal that you keep, yes, that can add to that, can it? Yes, absolutely. That I know I have some journals. I'm not great about doing them daily, <laughs> but yes. I was thinking about them this morning. And when I returned to them and just the, the testimony of what God has done when I can then revisit, here's a, a journal that's because of prayer requests, and if I might mark dates on them, when they start or when something's been answered, a check mark. Um, then also a journal about just some idea that I feel has been 
given to me by God that I write that down and then I kind of go back and revisit what's there. Sometimes it's a journal that's catching that type of information, but also just words of wisdom that I've heard from a teaching. Mm -hmm. Uh, So all of those can be a blessing, but in particular on this account, Mm -hmm. like as we scribe down people that we prayed for and then revisit that. Uh, Because you can go back months and years, and that really can be those blessings that we need to recount. I have a dear friend. We've been friends for probably 40 years, and um, she and her husband are just amazing prayer warriors and intercessors in their care for people and their willingness to pray. And um, she's a nurse practitioner, and when she was practicing, I know that she would ask her patients. And she, she actually had a legal pad that had... Uh, you know, what can I pray for you for? Of course, you're here to see me as as a, a nurse, but um, is there anything in your family or whatever I could pray for? So she kept this list. Well, she and her husband still do this list, and they pray for people every single morning, whatever mm-hmm. the needs are. And around the first of the month, you'll get a message from her, and she'll say, how can we pray this month? How are things going? Do we need to leave this on our prayer list? And she's very faithful about updating it. And that's um, wonderful. You know, so it just uh, it puts me to shame because I'm not nearly as <laughs> as uh, in, as diligent about that as she is, mm-hmm. but as they are. And I they know people all over the world, so I'm, I mm-hmm. imagine their list is quite long. I'm sure. <laughs> But, you know, when you're, uh, that's another thing that helps is praying for others. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, we, we just, again, redirect our focus and our thinking. And um, uh, to be able to pray for other people, a lot of times it puts our own circumstances into a, great, a, a different perspective. Yes. Even thinking about, um, there's a Thanksgiving litany in the Book of Common Prayer and all the different ways that it's giving thanks to God that... In looking at that, it helped me to have a, a different framework for just, here's the small thing I was thinking about, basically. Is when I looked at that list, I realized, okay, I'm thinking very small. But when I look at this list, it starts to help me to expand and see the world and see what God would care about is much greater than just the one need that I was concerned about. Well, and, and that's why I think, as Vicki was saying, about having um, changing your frame of mind mm-hmm. about that is is very important and getting looking out beyond yourself because i mean you know we we have an awesome god he is he is much bigger than we give him credit for mm-hmm. and um sometimes just to get out from our small little focus of our either ourselves or our immediate needs or those around us but and look beyond is is very eye opening and um very uplifting I think it helps. It helps a lot in that in that process. I wish I was as a good journal person. I'm not. I don't do journals well. I have tried over the years, and it's interesting to go back and see at that point in time what I was found important to journal about. But I'm not. I've not been as disciplined in that area. But I sure like the idea. I think mm-hmm. it's it's very re- rewarding to to do that if you are so disciplined. Mm-hmm. So I, I commemorate you for that, Vicky, and keeping oh, up with that. I'm, I'm so. not as good about it as I should. Well. My daughter has journals back 20 years. Good for her. She's kept all of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, periodically, the Lord, it's very interesting, the Lord will speak to her and say, I want you to go back and read your journal from February of 2010, you know, and 
and she'll pull it out and there'll be something in there that that the Lord wants to speak to her about. Mm -hmm. So that may sound kind of weird, but I've seen it happen mm -hmm. over and over and over again. So, you know, she those journals go with her everywhere she goes, wherever she moves, those journals are packed up and they go <laughs> they go on the trip. Well, and so. again, we, we go back to what we've mentioned before about all of this begins in that relationship with yes, God. When you absolutely. when you enter into that relationship, open yourself up to that relationship. He's going to speak to you. He's going to work in your life. And yes, so you may pray for something you want that you don't get, but He's always going to give you what you need. Exactly. And He's going to give you what is best for you. And then there, therein lies the faith part for me. Mm -hmm. I have complete faith and trust that He's going to provide everything I need and my family. And it may not look like what I've asked for, what I want, what I thought I needed, but I just trust that He knows what's best. He is a good God, and I'm going to stand firm on that. Mm -hmm. And if my prayers go off track, then He's going to let them go off track, but He'll answer me when it's things I need, and He'll give me what I need. And um, Exactly. So. Thank you for voicing what you just did, because when you're first shared, I thought about that difference between want and need mm -hmm. and how that's a big teaching point with children, I know, and mm -hmm. it's for all of us <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to understand that difference. I yeah. like what you read to us where it talks about going into that time with the Lord and mm -hmm. that it's Him that is, it, it is He who is beckoning us mm -hmm. and, and drawing us yes. into Him mm -hmm. because a lot of times people look at that that time as Oni, oh dear, I need to go, I need to go talk to God now. It's my, it's my, it's the morning. I need to go do that, and that's not it at all. That's Him uh, uh, wooing us and mm -hmm. inviting us to come to Him and spend time with Him and be with Him. Mm -hmm. There was another. Uh, see if I can put my eyes on it. I think this is it. Talking about it being a family practice. That prayer is a family practice, not something we do to find our way in or to keep our place in the family. I think that's important, but something we do because we're already part of the family and that God has adopted us and this is just our opportunity then to be in conversation with Him and to hear His voice. Well, and that adoption concept also leads me to, to think, if we think of Him more as our Father, a good, good Father mm -hmm. who loves us and wants what's best, and He is... He is joyful to give us the things that we need, the things that make us happy, the things that will um, advance our lives and make us well. Um, then if we think of Him in that way, um, and, you know, I, I know that not all of us have had good examples of earthly fathers, but He is the ultimate in any father image that you would ever have. If you, you know, any good father that you could ever create it, it, is, it is our Father God. Mm -hmm. And um, in that desire for us, um, sometimes there's discipline in there, and sometimes He denies us the things we think we need. I know I had a, thought of an example when I was kind of thinking about this and preparing for this, like, you know, you're praying for this job. You know, well, you know, you need this job. You know, this is going to be a really good job, and it's going to advance your career, and da-da-da-da-da, and you don't get that job. Did God say no? I mean, 
because he didn't want you to have a job? No, he said no, because he has something better for you. And you just need to be patient, learn from that, trust in him, and you know, say, okay, Lord, what is it that you have for me then? I will wait. Mm. You know, so it's, it's not always an easy thing to do. It's easy to say maybe, but it's not necessarily easy to do. But again, when you fall back on that faith and that trust and that understanding of how much he loves you, how much he wants for you, then you can, and again, that relationship, you can just continue then to walk with him and trust him and Life is good. Mm-hmm. And give thanks. Mm-hmm. And give thanks, yes. A grateful is. heart. I've always mm-hmm. said a grateful heart is, a, is absolutely the place to start. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I feel moved to lead us in a prayer for those who are listening and just for our time, because I think we've all shared some words that have resonated and spoken into our lives. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for who you are and the ways that you invite us into our relationship with you, that we are your children and that you want good things for us. You want us to love you and to follow you, to continue to hear your voice, continue to talk with you, persevere in this relationship. And so open our ears to hear your voice today and to respond to it. And Lord, when we struggle and we get anxious and worried about things that we want, we're here now to release that and say, we'll receive what we need. And we also will continue to seek your face, seek your kingdom for things that we believe and and trust that your spirit has given us to pray to you for needs that we see for our family, for our loved ones, for neighbors, for those that we don't know, but we see the concern and the need. So we will persevere in in asking and seeking your face and knocking, but also then giving thanks that you have heard that prayer and trusting you in that with faith and hope. Lord, thank you for hearing our prayers today and for helping us to continue to orient ourselves in this world in which we live where there's so many distractions, but we know that our start is in relationship with you. And we pray all this in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you all for our conversation today and God bless all who have listened. Until next time, bye-bye.